So what did we meander through this week on the show? Oh, it was quite a meander, wasn't it? Oh, my God. It was like a beautiful stroll through a lovely fall evening. Beautiful. <laughs> Dappled sunlight. Dappled sunlight. Yeah. A orange autumnal rays. <laughs> what was your description of Benny Running? A withering violet of a woman or <laughs> Oh, she's no shrinking violet, yes. It's <laughs> colorful language. I like it. Paints a picture. It does. So uh, you're going to get to know up to 10 possible uh, city council members. Yeah. They're going to get all elected. It's going to be the first of its kind. There's yeah. going to be 20 city council members. A 10-way tie. There will be. It's going to be amazing. Stadium seating. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's oh, like just... in Star Wars, you know, when they're floating around on those things, and it's just like a yeah. fucking sugar waffle cone of yeah. representatives from the galaxy. That's how it's going to be. Exactly. It's, well, first couple of weeks, they're just going to have to sit on each other's laps because they're still building that sure. huge conical stadium that's underground mm-hmm. and by that point the the ndo will be passed so It'll be they'll, fine. Be, they'll be all right with it yeah it's totally fine sure they'll want it mm-hmm. um so yeah we'll talk about the exciting and stimulating conversation held at the uh cha- it was the chamber wasn't it that put that thing together the they put it on it was at petro candidate about, forum uh, yeah. on the campus mm-hmm. um we're gonna bounce off of uh Interesting uh, city council meeting that uh, involved uh, tripping hazards and uh, people on boards who don't live in the city limits and uh, um, uh, garbage. <laughs> There's a couple cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. garbage truck for parts. Sure. We're gonna read uh, a hell of a good email. We are. We're gonna meander through that. That's. I'm, I'm sorry in advance of what you're about to hear come <laughs> fucking flying out of my dumb mouth. You're gonna you're gonna like it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Yep. That and a, a hell of a good regional rundown this week. Hit them all out of the Here's park. Here's a hint. It's a real bear. <laughs> man, no spoilers, man. Because <laughs> that's the whole thing. <laughs> Just to make sure, I am from the future, so. I noticed that. Yeah, that's fine. I'm Japanese at heart. You're looking mighty Japanese, my friend. <laughs> For everybody home, I'm wearing flip-flops with socks. It's not too bad. Like any sane person would. I refuse to let go of short weather. Mm-hmm. That's right. I should have worn a pair of shorts over these jeans. Well, I know there is uh, internet in the dump, I can tell you that. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it is uh, Thursday, September 26, 2019. We are the Friday Packet. I, myself, um, go by the legal name of Stocky. And <laughs> is that your legal name? Yep. <laughs> cool. <laughs> stage right would be uh, Stout. Yeah. Here I am. Here you are. This is stage right over here, huh? I don't know. I think uh, we'll have the, the candidates for him. Thule was... Oh man, hammering on the the stage etiquette pretty hard on stage right and stage left, and I, as a struggling dyslexic, I was trying to keep up with him, but <laughs> I just sort of clapped and nodded my head. Yeah, <laughs> do Those some direction, do some colors now. <laughs> oh no, they did. Uh, we're at the Friday Packet at or FridayPacket.com if you want to um, go there, check out previous episodes. You picking it up? Yeah, previous episodes. We got a, a, pro, a link to Project Recode on there. We got a link to uh, monthly meetings that the city puts on uh, in the top corner there, and a link to Instagram. Um, 
There's a picture on there of some sort. It's pretty bare bones. It's utilitarian. But gets the cool fucking job done. It gets the job done. Why did I swear? That's dumb. Um, also, we are on Patreon as well. If you'd like to become a sustaining member, Robocop level member, buck is all we're asking. Go to uh, patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and become that member and you'll get a sweet email and possibly a DVD in the mail. That might so, still happen. So sweet. That email. Uh, let's see. Other than that, uh, holy shit, um, it's getting cold again. It's supposed to dip into the 30s, low, high 20s this weekend because we are in Billings. That's what we talk about immediately when you meet somebody. Yeah. It's not, hey, what's your name? It's like, hey, some fucking weather, huh? That's <laughs> just all there is. <laughs> uh, Sugar Beet Campaign is ripping into form. Got good scents and smells going down here. I like it. It's the first initial beet boil, so you got the... It's a good beet smell. It's not the rotting beets. No. It's the cooking beets. The beet boil smell is kind of <laughs> nice. beet boil in, smell, indeed. In my opinion. Uh, this week, uh, previous week, we uh, went to the Candidates Forum, held there at Petro Theater, put on by the Billings Chamber... Um, all the candidates that uh, pass through the contentious, I mean, <laughs> just by the skin of their teeth, um, uh, primaries, which were held on September, September 10th. Uh, there was, how many candidates? Two, three, well, ten. Four, four. Ten, right? Yeah. Ten candidates were on the stage answering questions from former mayor Chuck Tooley. Oh, man. Who has one of the smoothest voices Oh, it's um, gorgeous, isn't it? Ever, I want to say. Um, and every time I see him and meet him, he always says, Hi, I'm Chuck Tooley. Mm, I know, isn't it great? <laughs> he should have a radio show. He should indeed. So uh, Stout and I attended, along with, uh, what should we codename him? Hmm. Interesting point. Codename Doodle? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too easy. Um, <laughs> it is a little easy. Uh, <clears throat> oh, that's why I say it. Codename Rohan. We'll call Ro- him. He's like a writer of Rohan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I don't know why. That just popped in my head. Maybe because I've been watching a lot of Lord of the Rings. But he seems like he'd be in the fellowship. I think he would be. He's an honorable, be writer. honorable man. He'd, yeah. he'd work for the greater good. He would. Um, he graciously... Rohan. Sent a... a <laughs> An email, because both of us obviously forgot our our notes. Yeah, and, that was uh, that was highly effective of us. <laughs> and we tried to, after the fact, go and write down what everybody said. And it worked and great. It kind of worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, any of us, the only thing that both of us probably re- could remember most was when <laughs> all of us did at the end. Oh, God. Went off on a tangent about Billings Parmalee Library being haunted and... That's all I can remember now. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'd be able to remember much of anything else other than that, but that just cemented it for me. That's stuck <laughs> it's stuck in my craw. stuck perfectly like a dart on a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Just, that's all I remember of it now. But yeah. luckily we have written down in an email form uh, what the questions were. Uh, and we'll go through some of the answers of the candidates. And I don't know. Uh, maybe we should co- codename him Thunder Thumbs. Because he took some goddamn good notes on his <laughs> iPhone. Like it. All right. <laughs> Rohan Thunderthumbs. <laughs> Code name Rohan Thunderthumbs. You 
Or a savior. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing because these notes are stellar. Beautifully done. Very um, complete. We won't hit all the questions and all the lightning rounds, but I think we'll... Um, I'll read all the questions that they were asked. Mm-hmm. So question one would be, what would you do to help the Billings to be more attractive to younger generations and new businesses? Uh, question two would be, how would you enhance public safety? Question three would be, if you support One Big Sky, which anchor project would you start with? If you don't support it, what would you re- recommend in its place? Question four would have been, do you support or oppose the inner inner belt loop project and why and you know our stance on that we've made oh, that we, clear on instagram we, we do indeed question uh, five would be would you be more of a delegator or a trustee that was a good one number six would be what should billings consider in terms of innovations in other cities mm. so like that, that one was super fun too sure was uh question seven uh why should voters choose you and over your opponent specifically. Oh yeah, over your opponent, where mm-hmm. it just gets really awkward. And what makes you different than your opponent? But and a couple of them were pretty obvious. Yep. And right <laughs> off the bat, someone said the president of everybody's going to stand up when they answer these questions. They were all seated. <laughs> yeah. But someone right off the bat stood up, so I guess they all felt obligated to stand up with to. a microphone and wandered around, <laughs> which I thought was kind of entertaining. Some of the wanderings were really good too. They were. They got off on some tangents. So I think we should start off, uh, what would you do to help uh, Billings be more attractive to younger generations let's, and new businesses? Let's pick a greatest hit. The greatest hit. Uh, each question. The one that stuck out to me was Pam Puritan's uh, answer, which was to uh, attract uh, workforce. Let's see. Um, to people who have gone away and are coming back with families. So... She views Billings as sort of a, a crash landing for people, lost yeah. souls in the world. When everything goes in, wrong. When everything goes wrong, come on back to Billings and we'll we'll, we'll break you some more and then maybe let you live here. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where everybody <laughs> knows your name. You can go to Billings and drink. <laughs> go to Billings and drink. Come to the Black Magic City. <laughs> Wish we, we've got a fire pit you can throw your dreams in and watch it burn. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Smells like rotting sugar beets. It sure does. Just depression and drinking. That's all there is here. That's mm-hmm. what I read to that one. Uh, what I don't know. What do you think was one of the better? You know, it's kind of a because they all had what a minute to answer the question. Well, it's funny too because like the question was, what would you do to make Billings more attractive? And Pam's answer was, we would attract people. I mean, sure. That was her suggestion. Um, so that's helpful. Um, yeah, yep. And magnets. If you could just strategically put magnets. Yeah. Around the city. Perfect. And, uh, all the kids that go away, we can surgically like put in like a microchip yeah. in their back. Just draw them. And back. at some point, we can just turn it on, and they just all get sucked back into the vortex. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that in my opinion, Kendra shone quite bright yeah. as someone who was very prepared and had good ideas. And and her idea on this one was uh, fix the infrastructure and invest in the city core and invest in parks and trails to attract young people to the city. Which, uh, yeah, I, I'm not saying that's going to work, but it's a great answer. Sure. So those are two that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah. Um, I think how would how would go in the, that vein? Yeah. How would you uh, how would you enhance public safety? Uh, I would give cops at least twenty more guns each. You sound like a cop right now. <laughs> You a cop? I might be. (laughs) 
Oh, shit. Is this a sting? Who wants to know? Is this the world's lamest sting operation against me? <laughs> the world's, yeah. I'm on a sting operation by wearing flip-flops with my socks on. <laughs> it's working, it man. It really lulls people into a full sense of security. It does. I'm, I'm feeling do my sting. own program. It's called Socks with Flip-Flops. Yeah. Cops. <laughs> socks with Flip-Flops Cops. It's it's catchy. It really is. Rolls off the tongue. It sure does. <laughs> How would you enhance public safety? Um, well, Danny Chiriki wants us to uh, trust the city staff and public or police and fire station fire stations to encourage public uh, and encourage a public safety mill levy. I mean, yeah, is, that's yeah, that would improve public safety. Yeah. Uh, there was some talk. Uh, Aldo Rowe wants to have something like a bed tax or increase the cigarette tax to find some money. Other, other than property taxes, which was kind of a common answer throughout the thing. Yeah, he didn't like any increase of property taxes, but like cigarette tax goes to the state, so it would have to be distributed fairly back. And there already is quite a big bed tax, and it goes to the state. And then there's a tourism business improvement district that has an additional bed tax for billings. Mm-hmm. And there's so, a gas tax, too, that, yeah. was, that they draw on as well, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Uh, Parenton wants to optimize the budget. That would help. I don't know exactly what that would do. Yeah, that would make things a lot safer. Sure. <sighs> Raise the safety. All right. Um, public safety. Um, I mean, that that one is any all anybody talks about. And what, DBA and uh, the Chamber of Commerce are doing a big to-do about it um, this week, aren't they? At their annual meeting. Yep, October 3rd. And uh, the and other the, day, the other day they had a meeting at the expo. They were talking about public safety. Yeah, the chamber did. Yeah, so it's on people's mind. You know what I'm going to do to in- increase public safety in Billings? Uh, wear flip flops with socks. Well, that's that Step role one, has been filled. obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll put some flip flops on right now. I'm mm. not I'm not afraid. Look sure. at my little sockies though. That's just about wow. as cool as your flip flops with socks. They are. Um, I'm going to go to slippers. No, they're just literally low-cut socks. They're just like no-show socks. Oh. They're delightful. Cool. The only reason I have them is because they were on sale. It was 12 pair for $3. <laughs> it's a hard hard deal to pass up. I've lost most of them because they're very small. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I can see that. Um, I've Have I mentioned that I'm going to go get trained in SEPTED? Crime Septed? Through environmental Is that design? you that they were describing in the paper? Well, that's Dan Brooks, but I'm doing the same goddamn thing that he's doing. <laughs> But he well, gets good a for you. Finally, can design a town that is worth a shit that yeah. our kids want to come back to. Dan, you get a newspaper article, and I don't. It's no. okay, buddy. But they said the DBA was sending somebody on the same path as well. Oh, good. They just didn't name you. Well, that's fine. They I don't blame throw them. you under the 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 diesel bus. If I'm if honest, if I'm honest, I probably wouldn't name me either. <laughs> Dan's a much better face. Sure is for this than I am. He's a much better face in general. He doesn't have to grow well, a don't beard. Don't be so hard on yourself, man. Stop picking well, yourself up. I'm just complimenting him. I'm not. You're you just know. two different dudes. Yeah. You both have your appeal Thanks. in different ways. Thank you. You're welcome. So public safety, that's happening. People are looking into it. They're going to design stuff. Yep. I'm going to tell people to put great. a light behind their house. I would. I would build a at least a three-foot strategically placed planter that yeah. has like a false top on it that people Hell could just yeah. like throw up like a bunker. Uh-huh. Just Absolutely. Take defensive positions. Attack shelters. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. We should stock them with guns. Just like the Maginot line. You can do 
Yeah. Downtown Billings? Yeah. Oh, with turrets? Just guns laying around and just oh, hop yeah. in and grab one if you need one. Exactly. That'll bring the kids back. Yep. That <laughs> <laughs> <I> will. <laughs> That's attracting a workforce <laughs> right sure there. It sure is. You like guns? Come on down. <laughs> uh, question three. If you support one big sky, which anchor project would you start with? If you don't support it, what would you recommend in its place? Uh, Carmelita wanted to start in the hospital core. Um with that anchor project, I don't, I don't remember exactly which that one, one that was. It was, was uh, like more housing. It was like, um, kind of a combo. I think it would have included housing. Now I'm, I've, I'm forgetting yeah. most of it, but housing and then medical, uh, uh medical geared and yeah. building infrastructure so that they could have, you know, they could expand into there or new medical companies could move in and whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mike Boyette said he wanted a convention center. He mm-hmm. was on that. An unconventional convention center. Unconventional convention center, yep. And Olfstead said he didn't like it before he understood it, and then he liked it after he understood it. Fair enough. <laughs> there you so go. That's how you come to a decision, folks. That's one thing I like about him. He uh, will change his mind if he's presented new information that hey, makes things make sense. He's approachable. Uh, <laughs> he Pearson wanted to scrap it, get rid of it. Oh yeah, niece niece was of the same mind because um, the state couldn't decide on something of a private developer coming to town with to a city and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, I want to do this." Yeah, nope, fuck that. Can't have oh, that. That's the state. Uh, yeah. So there you go, Joe Ricky. I like that name. It is. It's good stuff. It really is good stuff. Uh, do you support or oppose the Inner Belt uh, Loop Project, and uh, why? Uh, Chiriki was kind of the odd man out on this one. It was really kind of weird. Yeah, but um, I, he made he made very salient points. He basically said it's probably not time for it right now because there's a lot of shit to think about and how we're going to pay to get infrastructure out there and how we're going to blah 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 zone it, subdivide yeah. it, et cetera, et cetera. So the inner belt loop goes around the top of the so north of the airport and then comes down and connects at Zimmerman Zimmerman mm-hmm. Trail. And they're worried about the capacity on Zimmerman Trail with big trucks going down there, yeah. let alone what's going to go along that road. Um, some people are saying there's a possibility of, what, like at least 2,500 homes or something to start off of just because there's the road that's there. Wasn't it like 20,000 or something I, like that? It's some big stupid number. Yeah. Um, Probably not going to happen that fast. I wouldn't think it would happen that fast. It's but not like people never are know. waiting for that road to move to Billings and build a new house. <laughs> it's like finally the road. <laughs> Love, I want that road. Uh, most everybody else is like, hell yeah. It was yeah. pretty supportive. They, they wanted, uh, most people were like, yeah, it connects to two parts of town. We'll leave uh, some traffic on Main Street. Um, yeah, basic connectivity purses. Yeah. Uh, there was, we should do one lightning round. The second lightning round uh, was... Uh, Local option. Yeah. Local option tax. So they would hold, hold up a, what did he call it? A lollipop? It yeah. Like a, I don't know what it looked like. It looked like, like a, a church fan. Like a church fan, yeah. which had a yellow, or was it yellow? It was green and red. Okay. <laughs> it had two yellow sides. Okay. <laughs> no, it had a green it was side. two brown sides. Yeah. <laughs> one had a Y, one had an N on it. They just held it up and they asked him a question. Yeah. Um, and they held it up. Um, and... No commenting, just just answering the question, yes or no. Yep. Uh, on local option, which is a local option sales tag, Armstrong, Nice, uh, Aldo Rowe, and Pierrenton said no to that. 
Russ said yes, I believe. Yep. Um, they, uh, Rowan Purrington said no to asking property owners to fund the mill levy. Which doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how you fund a mill levy. It's kind of it, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Nice said no to converting one ways to two ways downtown, which is... Kind of weird, since yeah. they did a whole giant study on it, and it sounds like they're moving in that direction, whether he likes it or not. They said it's a good idea, and uh, it would be not terribly expensive to implement, and would solve a bunch of problems, and Nice is against those principles, apparently. Sure, but that would that would ruin our, our trench warfare idea for downtown. I know, that's true. Um, so we'll still have one thing we had to think about, too, if we're talking about inner belt loops coming in and changing the landscape. we gotta, yeah, we got to honor what we're going to have down there, which is just bunkers, like... Does the city Everywhere. employ a military strategist? Um, not publicly. <laughs> They'll probably uh, get one of those before they get a, a PIO. <laughs> yes, probably will. Or maybe somebody in the deep state in the city is already doing it. Ooh. See? See how that connects there? Yep. Another code name coming up, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number five, the most boring question of the evening. Would you be uh, more of a delegate or a trustee? I think we should probably define what the two are, if we're going to say that out loud. Ooh. Yeah. Should we look up the actual definition? Let's look up the actual definition of a dele- delegate and a trustee. A delegate is a person sent or authorized to represent others, in particular an elected, re- an elected representative sent to a conference. Um, so a delegate is just supposed to... Go and say this. This group of people told me to vote this way. Yep. And I vote this way now. There's a, talk, uh, a yes man or a yes woman mm-hmm. or a yes they or a no man or woman <laughs> in certain cases. I would imagine. Sure. Uh, and then a trustee, an individual person or member of a board given control or powers of administration of property and trust with a legal obligation to administer it solely for the purposes specified, which is an interesting uh, way to put it. But, like, hmm. basically a trustee is someone that you would vote for to put up in city council and you just trust them to make the proper choices. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. That's what, That's I'm what it sounds like to me. Um, and a vast majority on the, the stage said they were a little bit of both. Except for Kendra Shaw, who said she was more on the delegate side. She said, but okay, I'll play the game, mm-hmm. which was funny. Yep, and then she flipped over the table and mm-hmm. said, Shaw out. Mm-hmm. She dropped that mic a lot of times. <laughs> she really did. Yep. She really did indeed. So let's go on to six. Question six, what should uh, buildings consider in terms of innovations? So what are, what are other cities doing that you have found interesting that could possibly translate or... You could learn from other municipalities who've done something that was pretty successful that could translate into something representing success in Billings. Um, Boyette said uh, he liked the ideas of uh, closing off a street, so having like a pedestrian mall, pedestrian mall downtown, which, which was been thrown around, hasn't got a lot of st- momentum behind it. Yeah, they've, people keep talking about it as a good idea. But. They fail about. Mm. 95% of the time. Yep. Seems like a pretty good bet. Yep. Olvestead said he wanted to get IT jobs here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good idea. Um, Armstrong had the, the one that stuck out the most, which was the uh, 
the canopies that he wants to put over certain streets, like the Fremont Street Experience down there in <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. That'll um, get the kids back. <laughs> so basically put a TV on the, on the, on the roof of a downtown street and yeah. have advertisers on it to pay for it and mm-hmm. go from there. Just send all the snow that falls through the winter onto the roofs of the buildings well, nearby, yeah. obviously, because that's like fine. A, you don't want it on the road. No, absolutely <laughs> not. And the selling advertising on um, city property is a great idea. I would think so. Just have to change a whole bunch of different city codes for that. I think we should just approach Jewel and see if they want to yeah. sponsor this. You should just have like a huge vape vent downtown. <laughs> you just walk up and stick your face in and... <laughs> the vape band. Ho- hoop, hoot some jewel. Yeah, I don't mean to shit on that idea, but it's an idea. Throw it out there, see see who takes it and, and runs with it. You it know? sounds very expensive. Sounds very expensive. Um, I don't know if it fit here, but at least he had an idea to throw out there and see if anybody would would bite on it. So gotta yeah, applaud him for that. Uh, Randy Hines brought up one, which was the seasonal local option tax that mm-hmm. Rapid City does, which, uh, Rapid City, uh, during the, the summer tourist months, I don't know if they do it in the spring or if there's like what the set off, set cutoff date and start is, but they have a local option tax that is enacted, um, at certain times of the peak, uh, tourist season. And then it just goes away yeah. during the, the lull. And I'd never heard of that. And it's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense for billing, since people, this isn't like a Bozeman or Missoula where you, the mountains are right outside the back door and then they come back into town. This is sort of a, there are tons of things to do around here, but um, a lot of people that come through here are looking for mountains and skiing and mm-hmm. and fishing, which there is in Billings if you know where to look. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the, the mentality of that one. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, anyone... I'll stick out there for you. Mm. I did like uh, Carmelita Dominguez's idea about like, um, uh, developing like a river trail system or continuing putting more attention to that because we do have a huge ass river that runs right through town and it's not celebrated or even considered most of the time. Mm -hmm. It just kind of is a thing you have to cross. So, yeah, it's a nice river. Sure is. And there's a decent trail network coming along. So, like, yeah, throw a little bit more effort into that. Sure. Absolutely. Question seven. Yeah. This is the good one. This is the good one. This is only one one answer we need to read here. Why should voters choose you? I think we should go through all of them. Yep. Roy Nice. So he's already doing, doing the job, and so he understands everything. So, was, so I'm already here. And I'm already here, all. so I know everything. So why would you want someone else? Yeah, why would you ever elect a different representative? I don't know. He already has a a good membership or member membership, good relationship with city council members, even though possibly half of them are going to be new. I, <laughs> I mean, um, but I see what he's saying. All but him will be new <laughs> to him if he wins re-election. So. Yep. He also said he was uh, fiscally and socially conservative as well. If that does anything for you. Um, his opponent, Randy Hines, uh, said he would uh, learn from his constituents, um, hit the ground running, uh, and have a serving mentality. So listen to the public. 
you know, all those campaign promises mm-hmm. that you hear so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ward 1, Kendra Shaw, wants to have a true representation of Billings' demographics um, and put her writing background to good use. Yeah. Which could come in handy, I yep. think. Uh, Armstrong thinks his back, background in construction, oil, and art uh, will be using city government. So he's had a pretty diverse career and been involved in different levels of city government. So he's got a point there. Mm-hmm. Been involved. Uh, Dennis Olsfed. Well, we say that one for last. <laughs> I kind of want to just play it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We'll just do it right now. Olsfed wants the Billings Public Library uh, to be called that because that's what it used to be called. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't it be called that? Because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, wants it to be open on Sundays mm-hmm. so the kids can use it for free. And that's it. That's all he said. But he started the the whole. I don't know why we're <laughs> focusing on this, but I it's all that stick in my head because just because it was. I'm a kid that sat in the back of the the class. And yeah, this is the kind of shit that I remember. Absolutely, man. <laughs> he started on like a the library at one point was haunted with Parmley, some Parmley guy. Yeah. And that's it was just like a smoke bomb. I couldn't I couldn't recover from it. It was, it was weird. like a flashbang of word vomit that Ugh. I just cannot get out of my head. A flash a word flashbang. <laughs> it was weird, man. It got really weird really quick because he was mostly on an even keel. Um, he had no no concept of time, of, like, like when you're supposed to talk and when you're not supposed to talk. Yeah, you got a minute per question. Yeah, but yeah, he was going on speeches. He was, yeah, he hit the three minute mark a number of times, <laughs> I think. Um, so that's what he was, uh, why voters would choose him. Yeah. Uh, Mike Boyette, uh, who has experience in law enforcement, banking, um, and has volunteered quite a bit with the city. Yeah. That's why voters should choose him, because he's been involved with the uh, city and law enforcement for quite a while. Pam Pirenton is a good leader and listener. That's why you should choose her. There you go. Uh, Carmelita Dominguez, her opponent, uh, is a risk taker. She's so, not risk averse. Not risk averse. She and she better. pointed to Pam and said, "We have different approaches to risk." Yes, basically, with saying that Pam is risk averse. Uh, Aldo Rowe, uh, last two. Uh, um, Aldo Rowe wants to build relationships and foster our future conservatively. Conservatively. Yeah, he's a he's a social and. Fiscal conservative too. So a budget hawk and yeah, all right. Yeah, do uh, make do with what you have, kind of guy. Uh, Danny Tariki is a policy analyst, so he's will read all the facts, he'll get all the things straight, and uh, make his best decision, best choice. Yeah. So that makes him more of a trustee. He so he's already lying. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah. There you go. That was the, uh, there was a nice little spread out front. You could eat food and BS with the candidates before. Yeah, they had like sliders and shit. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Sure was. It was at Petro Theater on MSUB's campus. Uh, the yeah, well attended. I fabulous think. MSUB in beautiful Billings, Montana. Sure, where all the kids run away and come back to. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Like once everything goes wrong. Yep. The crater in life, Billings is a great place <laughs> to fester and die in. <laughs> Uh, some uh, city council members were there. I saw Sean Brown was there with his wife, I believe. Yeah. Um, Dick Clark was there, sitting front and center. Well, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think a, a Penny was there, wasn't she? I don't know if I saw her. You you might have saw her. I, I think I saw her. Okay. Kukumani was there, representing the city administration. Repping 406. Mm-hmm. Like a boss. That's right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the candidate form. It was worth it. I'm glad I went. Let's go to the uh, September 23rd, 2019 regular city business meeting. Let's call them business meetings. Business meetings? Business meetings. So, uh, I attended. It was another packed house again. Yeah. Uh, Armstrong, Aldo, Boyette, Puritan, and uh, Dennis Alsfed were there in attendance. I'm sure everybody else was streaming, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's pull up the agenda. I know the contentious uh, dump truck that uh, Parks really, really wanted passed without someone pulling it out or saying, hey, really? remember the last time we pulled this off because we didn't, we didn't, I don't know about this. And they put it on the agenda again and no one said a damn thing about it. <laughs> Shit, I was streaming. <laughs> I was streaming and uh, I didn't look at the consent agenda because there wasn't a lot going down with it. So yeah, the medium duty uh, conventional ca- cab trash truck. So they uh, recommend delay of the ward until October fifteenth. So they approved it, but delayed it. If that makes sense, it makes perfect sense <laughs> to me because the fucking the um, company that builds them is like four or five months out. Oofta. So you better just you know delay it. Mm-hmm. We purchased some telephones. What kind? Some, uh, where is it? My, M-I-T-A-I. I want to say Mai Tai, like the drink. I'm going Mai Tai. Mai Tai telephone system from High Point Networks for 310000 almost $312,000 for telephones. That's a lot of telephones, man. That's a shit ton of telephones. Oh, God. So they're updating the phones at the city level, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. for the price of a... 3,000 square foot house. I attended mostly because uh, Brenda Beckett did the the CAPER, so which is the Draft Comprehensive Annual Performance Evaluation Report for Community Development Block Grant and Mm -hmm. the Home Programs. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very dense, interesting report. And a very short and concise... These are five-year plans. I believe we're in the fourth year of that plan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Brenda did an excellent job presenting it. As always, there was no action necessary on that. Um, again, the council brought up how community development and HUD work together with uh, the housing authority, and I don't know if they've necessarily made this, the separation of the two. Um, the housing authority kind of does its own thing, and... That confuses the shit out of me, by the way. Yeah. And we deal with, or she deals with uh, HUD and... And uh, on a national level, mm-hmm. um, and it's just two separate funding sources, and um, but yet they communicate back and forth and are aware of each other. Yeah, um, the, but their missions are kind of different. The Housing Authority of Billings is a public agency, so mm-hmm. it's non—it's quasi-governmental, quasi-governmental, yeah, and it's not city, state, or federal. It's strange. It's, I don't yeah, understand how it works. I don't know exactly and understand either, but I'm pretty sure it's been explained to me. And I went, uh-huh, that makes sense. Yeah, and oh, yeah, it now it's pretty... gone. Well, you know who <laughs> else didn't understand it? 
Frankie Walt. Danny Tariki. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Frankie Walt was having a hell of a time with it. And, um, uh, well, this was in the later in the agenda, but um, so was Chris Friedel was having a hell of a time with it, and they were talking to Patty Webster and interrupting the shit out of her on that stuff too. But yeah, that's it's fascinating. It really was. Uh, Jerry T. Ray's name was uttered at, at council again. It was indeed. He really was. He's um, looking for a special review to allow, allow an existing all beverage uh, liquor license with gaming on 1.37 acre parcel of land. On Main Street, out in the Heights, there mm-hmm. next to Butts Guts Butts Gun Sales. Yeah, he doesn't have anybody interested in it. He just thought he'd bring it to council and say, "Hey, wanted to see if it could happen." Yeah, it's not going to, but just you know, <laughs> just, just give case. it a shot in one unit of a strip mall, going out to a shepherd. That's strange to me, but I mean, it really was kind of curious. That might be how stuff goes, too. You know, I don't know if that that's commonplace that people just it's like. Oh, Let's see what happens if we do this. Yeah. If we don't devote some staff time to, uh, I don't know, looking into a completely hypothetical scenario. (laughs) Sure. Why not? That's a good use of taxpayer dollars, right? Staff time is free. Didn't you know that? It is. It's not taxpayer dollars. Mm -hmm. It's free. Nobody has to pay anything. Indeed. Uh, We got a couple sidewalk stuff, um, construction fees, arterial fees. Um, Ewalt was hammering on those again. Yeah. They're hammering, though, there was one, I know the spot he's talking about on the trail uh, out in the Heights where it's just like completely gone. Yeah. They've been having trouble getting whoever is responsible for it, and I meant to look that up, who is ultimately responsible for the trails that run through the city for cost maintenance and repair is it parks is it i know parks like clears them and cleans them yeah but i don't know actually who pays that be for streets them. might be streets it's, it's an interesting thought i don't i because they're not a park mm-hmm. huh that's interesting and well didn't they like cut it out to like run a sewer line or something and then just never fixed it uh the sewer line settled so oh. there's like a the, all the concrete's there it's just like a they painted it red. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. people avoid it. I heard them talking about that, yeah. <laughs> and that sort of faded away. And now it's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone, so it's kind of hard to see. So, so it sneaks just... up on you. If you're going really fast on your bike up there, which I have been, um, you're gonna eat bail shit. off to the right. If you <laughs> okay, good to know. Thank you. Don't, don't try to go around it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, amending the advisory boards and commissions was also on this agenda. So That was that, interesting. That sort of brought up some... Interesting qualms that some of the council members had. Uh, so the old old standards were you had to be a resident of the city for the two years and mm-hmm. and a resident of the Mon- state of Montana for three. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to be, I think they kept the 18, age, 18 years of age in there. Um, and Qualified voter. Qualified voter. That was the... There were just questions like, what is a qualified voter? And Bill's like, well, I think we could take it out. Excuse me, Mayor Cole, Mayor Cole. was like, I oh, think really? we can take it out because like, we don't check and see if this person's a qualified voter because that's like, who cares a little <laughs> bit and we don't have time. Mm-hmm. And what is like voting requirements apparently differ state to state, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, whatever. So yeah, take the I I think take it out too. Fucking who cares? Sure. 
Well, this is the first reading, so I'll have to come back for a second reading. So this is sort of hammering out. They were wordsmithing, which the council mm. just loves doing that. And they're so good at it. They really are. <laughs> Kendra should be on council. Um, she could do it. So they replaced it with... Uh, so vacancies um, filled beyond 60 days. So they're having trouble filling places or filling spots on the boards and commissions. So they've extended that so they can have a little more leeway there. Replaced it with one-year residency, right? I think so. Uh, of the city. Um, and you must pr- prove uh, that you're a resident at the time of vacation. Let's see here. Uh, one-year residency and a registered vote and registered voter. That's the only two things that they changed on the initial staff recommendation from Brent Brooks, who gave the presentation. So a registered voter. Yes. Well, that's fine. A qualified voter, I guess. Yep. Um, and it was kind of curious to hear... Um, Mike Yakovich say he was opposed to any of these changes because he felt like it was lowering the bar for serving on a voluntary board at a city level because he feels like people should earn their earn their stripes, if you will. And was volunteer for other things like a Southside Task Force or Northwest Corridor Task Force or something like that before you step into the overwhelming realm that is the Billings city structure. So they on a need, volunteer basis. They need an electrician an capacity. to be on a board. But Hugh Yakovich wants to make sure that he has existing board experience before it, because they can't fucking get anybody on these boards anyway. <laughs> like, it didn't we, make a lot of sense, but uh, during public comment, Pam Pearson got up and echoed his thoughts. Like, yeah, we need we need good people on here. Um, and then other people got up and, and like... <laughs> I should have wrote down her name, but she got up and said, well, you know, I'm a pediatrician. Um, I've got a, all this education background from a different state, and I came here, and it turns out I can't be involved in any way because you don't think I'm qualified enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> As someone with probably a master's degree or a doctorate yeah, isn't qualified enough because they haven't lived in Billings long enough. Yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. Yep, sorry. You so can't help because... You're not smart enough. You haven't been here long enough. <laughs> not that it's smart enough. I, I kind of get where he's coming at, but then I then I turn around and I don't get it. But this dipshit who's lived here his whole life, fucking toilet seat repairman, can be on that board instead of her. Yeah. Because he's lived here long enough. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike, let's remove all of these requirements. Yep. And then I wrote down that Chris Friedel made a roofing analogy that I couldn't get my head wrapped around. <laughs> He didn't want to like, fly by night people. He didn't want people just showing up to be on the board to throw a wrench in the spokes and well, that's completely why, derail. That's why people the voluntary advisory smoke into town in the middle of the under cover of darkness and rent a trailer house so they can be on a board for a year. Yeah, and fuck up the city and then leave. So as a cop, I can't recommend that you would do that. Oh God, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, niece was also on the same kind of side as Yakovich as well. But uh, it passed through. They wanted to get people on the boards. People yeah. pushed back on it. There's some people there who were giving public comment, which was awesome. Pushing back on that narrative, which was nice to see. That's awesome. Uh, some young people in the younger generation. Um, That's how we bring the youngins back. We remove all barriers to serve on boards in the city of Billings. Mm-hmm. That'll bring that young workforce. Yep. 
And towards the end, public comment on non-agenda items. Uh, people got up and started talking about the NDO that I don't know if it exists yet, but is. But we know that Cromley gave his what thirty-day notice that it was going to come up. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Yeah, so not this one, but the next meeting this will is be exciting. when it gets its first reading. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to write down their name. Well, it's a council initiative, so like, does it have to have first reading or anything? Oh yeah, I think it. We'll go through the. I guess we should do some research on how the other yeah. one went. I need to know. Which too. just ended up in orange and white shirts. Mm-hmm. People yelling at each other. Yeah, sure. Um, but one of the commenters or people giving public comments brought up a an email that was sent to uh, Mayor and Council, which was from Mike Bledsoe. Um, Do you have the date? It is uh, Saturday, September 14th um, at 2.16 in the morning it was sent. Oh, good. That's, that's a great starting point. Mike Bledsoe said, I, I, I just read the City Council will bring up an NDO again in about a month. Uh, that vote, if passed only protects gay people from job discrimination. Now we must as a city also pass an ordinance protecting straight people from being discriminated against by a gay business owner or boss. And so the resentment and deeper divisions between gay peoples in Billings will continue and grow and grow. Period. We must not leave out specific groups let's see of gay people, gay or straight peoples. I suggest that all Billings wear T, T E E shirts, mm-hmm. uh, informing everybody else uh, whether we are gay or straight. Uh, that way, all of uh, all us can. No oh, wait. That way, all us. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that way, all us can know how to talk to certain T shirt so not to offend. Gosh, this sounds like fun, doesn't it? This NDO is a division and is evil and troublesome. It is straight out of the pit of hell. Ah, yeah, okay. So that's his opening salvo. I don't want to read the entire thing. Oh, wait, I want to read the second paragraph. You want Okay, read the second paragraph. Just because the last two words uh, on the first line. Also, after contacting many people in the SD2 system about who authorized the gay banner... On taxpayer-funded school property. He's a real big fan of just random uh, capital letters. Too. Gay Banner, was that... Was it, what was the Incredible Hulk's name? Yeah, Gay Banner. <laughs> yeah, that's his little brother. Oh, um, nobody wants to tell nobody. me who authorized this display. The straight kids were intimidated by the display of gay pride on our school grounds. They were? I I have been hearing about it since. They're just like, oh, it's so intimidating. I feel intimidated, I think, is the main thing I hear. So, um, do you want to read any more of that? Because it's... I can't believe I missed these. I've been fucking (laughs) looking at the emails, too. So Saturday, September 14th at 2.16 in the morning, like we said, um, Mr. Bledsoe wrote in again. Read this top to bottom. Uh, Sure, why not? Uh, my name is Mike Bledsoe. Hi, Mike. I will attempt to organize my thought in a more fluid manner. This email, I, uh, okay. I will attempt to organize my thought in a more fluid manner. 
this email to you all. Yeah, so it's Starting thought out. fluid. <laughs> Starting good. Pour, him, pour it in there, Mike. Let's all see. Right. Since I have spent a large part of my, uh, of my life like. like around children, I do my best to, uh, when I relate things with sort of a story behind this me- the message, I am not referring to the city council as children. It is just my way of getting my point out there. No, now to the meat of the matter. This is, just so you know, this is difficult to read out loud. <laughs> and as someone who is the way horrible it was reading, written. this is just potholes everywhere. I'll, ta- I'll take a paragraph. Okay, take two. Take the next two. Okay. On a national level, we as Americans have seen the destructive side of an NDO-type ordinance. Remember the same-sex couple that wanted a family-owned bakery to bake them a cake? Oh, I do. Me too. That business was sued by a same-sex couple for refusing to bake a wedding cake, citing religious freedom. I do. Uh, remember... Oh, answering the question. Okay, mm-hmm. I see where his head's at. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. It's just a little clumsy. Sure. Remember, period. Also, the pastor and church that was sued by the same-sex couple for refusing to marry them in that church, citing religious convictions and, period, freedom. Those two high-profile cases garnered national attention. After a time, the court decided that one group's right does not cancel another group's right. This NDO is a law searching for an imaginary violation. Okay. Uh, Now, on with my story, to put this into my perspective. All right, here we go. Mr. Cromley has used the example of Helena Bozeman and I think Butte, Montana, as if it as if we here in Billings should follow suit. Mm-hmm. Helena Bozeman and Butte have been assimilated by the Borg from the NDO. Mm. I'm here to tell you that resistance is not futile against oh, the NDO Borg. Now, our mayor also believes the NDO Borg when the Borg told him resistance is futile. IMHO, oh. the mayor is a political tool of the radical left. One group's right to uh, one group's rights do not supersede another group's rights. We are all protected by the law against violation of our civil rights already. I think there is an underlying political motivation for this push to happen again. It's a great story. Really is great allegory. Um, you want me to keep going? I think we should. Okay, um, on this far. BTW. Oh man, this example was some good entertainment for my grandchildren and me. On those cold winter days when the wind howled and the snow piled up. But the NDO is every bit as destructive to people of Billings, comma, as the NDO Borg Collective was to humanity in that Star Trek series. I'm from Billings, not Helena. I refuse to be assimilated by the NDO Borg. Every time I say NDO Borg, it's in all caps in this, and maybe I should just scream it. (laughs) I'll try. Yeah. I intend to stay... I intend on staying a free man, and I will resist. It is not futile. There is no problem, and this argument for the NDO is imaginary. To implement this politically motivated ordinance is just plain political arm-twisting. Furthermore, if such a thing comes to a vote and the NDO is successful, then the straight peoples of Billings must also be protected with a straight NDO. To equally protect them against a mean-spirited gay business owner, which is exactly what the NDO would do. 
It's explicitly written in there. Yeah. That all gay business owners will now be yeah. total dicks to everybody. Yeah, that's that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. It's just so you can free... If you're gay, you can freely beat up any straight person you find. Fact. And his t-shirt idea is going to make that a lot easier. It really is. It's going to be nice. Oh, those mean-spirited gay business owners. Yep. Just known for being cranky. That would be a wash and a waste of time, effort, and money. I hope you enjoyed my sort of story. I'm going to beam back to Billings now. (sighs) Captain Jean-Luc Picard and Mike Bledsoe signing off for now. There will be more to follow. Next paragraph. Who hung the gay pride banners on our school property, and why did that happen two days before the world was out about the N- or word was out about the NDO discussion? Why is that information protected? Did some some in the city council construct that effort, or the mayor, or with the mayor's blessing? Uh, inquiring minds still want an answer to that question. Some body did that with approval from somebody or group because of what I learned so far. But it seems to be protected, which makes me very suspicious. Why the secrecy? Why will the city council, comma, or mayor's office not respond to me? No signature. No, not even a thank you for your time. No, nothing. That was a... That was a nice little dose of thought fluid. So that's a humdinger. Yeah. I don't know exactly how to approach this exactly, so... Well, I think... We'll have to get someone in here that can... No, fuck that. ...know what they're talking about. No, let's just spout shit off (laughs) right out of our asses. You know, I think an NDO is important, and I mean, the, the language in the NDO is that you cannot discriminate on someone based on their sexual preference or sexual identity, right? Right. So that 100% does protect people from being discriminated against by a gay person if they're straight. It works both ways. That's the whole fucking point of the law. Yeah. And he doesn't understand that. Well, if it's coming out of the pit of hell, I mean, what? Well, the The gay... The only logical response is to turn him into a Borg and... Oh, God... It's interesting what people will go through to make sure that. I don't know where I was going with that. Or just make feel, people feel like garbage. Yeah. It's never it, ending. It's insanely frustrating. Yeah, it's like the last dying breath of a, a dying thought process. <laughs> I think assuming that there was a thought process there in the True, beginning is maybe a little extra generous. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it, I would really like to talk to someone in here about the old NDO situation. And I feel really bad for anybody who's unprotected by our lack of NDO right now who's going to just be getting shit from all sides during yeah. this process. And I think that's a lot of it is you're not basically outing people. Um, on their mm-hmm. own, you're outing people not on their their terms. You're you're making it worse for them by not involving them in the process, assuming that this is what they want. Yeah, um, yeah. It seems kind of dangerous in my mind. I wonder where Cromley got the idea to do this. I mean, he's been hounding on it, and I'm I would hope he's spoken to people. Yeah, involved in the situation. And he may but, have, but yeah, you wouldn't know it because there's no PIO or 
<laughs> and he doesn't talk to anybody. So there's always us, buddy. <laughs> We're doing the Lord's work here. Apparently. So that's that's coming down the line. That's an NDO. Um, I don't know what exactly is in it. I don't know what the resolution says. Yeah, I'd like to see Cromley's actual uh, council initiative wording yeah. to see if it's just like a complete repeat of the last one mm-hmm. or if it's Are like... Modifications made to it. Brand what? new. Or if it is just like he is making a council initiative to revisit the NDO situation, start the ball rolling so it something happens in a year. Yep. I don't know. Should we check the Gazette for our uh, regional rundown? Oh, there, yeah, we should, we should do a regional rundown. Um, right now. Um, so last week there was a fuel spill, in case anybody didn't know. Um, Where was that, Stucky? Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point I made. It really was. <laughs> Salient. It really was. So on Monday morning, so this would have been five days, so the, on the 15th, 14th or 15th, uh, BLM called Public Works to report seeing, seeing and smelling petroleum in the city-county drain. Public Works and Environmental Services responded to site to investigate Visual inspections indicated a sheen on the water was dis- diesel fuel. Mm. We contacted the CHS refiner because they had a high-pressure diesel line that parallels the ditch in the area. And CHS, working with the Public Works, installed four containment booms in the city-county county drain. Um, six yards of contaminated soil was pulled off. And I don't know of a person that probably knew about it. I didn't. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it was in the city administrator's report on the the 20th of September. So? So CHS was uh, very helpful, apparently, and a pleasure to work with through the situation, other than the pleasure of who knows how much diesel fuel pouring into the Yellowstone River above the water intake. I'm really glad it's a pleasurable experience for him. It really was. You know, it's really nice. What happened? Just chugging on number two dyed diesel. When yeah. I take a big swig out of the tap. It's gonna make some Nothing nice more coffee. More satisfying than that. <laughs> What's so they removed six yards of contaminated soil. Yep. Good. And then buried it at the the dump. So it just went to the dump. Yep. So they just moved the contaminated soil to a different hill. Yep. <laughs> Put it in some bentonite. And uh, Dave Mumford apparently is happy to answer any questions. Oh, well, hey, good. Thanks, Dave. If anybody has any questions on why nobody was, lo- uh, you know, um, notified, which apparently was, was located at the alley of Juno and Plainview. Juno and Plainview are off of Central. Yep, just down the hill from Mount View Cemetery, close to Discovery Daycare and Preschool. Yeah. A- Block west of Foster Avenue, <laughs> and very, very, very close to a friend of ours' house. Hmm. Like you could throw a baseball there. Oh, okay. yeah, crazy. So there you go. Hey, hope you're listening. What's his code name? Get out. <laughs> um, he would be uh... Buckskin. <laughs> Pigtail. Codename Pigtail. Pig t- Codename Pigtail. We're going to have to have a cheat sheet pretty soon. <laughs> Tango like, Durango. Pigtail. Like Rohan uh, Thunderthumbs. <laughs> Rohan Thunderthumbs. 
I think I might be able to remember these because I remember stuff like that. There are Clearly. contextual clues as well. Yep. Okay. Um, and in case you didn't know, on News Talk uh, 730 KYYA, the city administrator and Scott Frederick talk on the wake-up report for about 20 minutes. What day? Uh, third Tuesday of each month. The third one? Yep. Great time for it. He talks about stuff, and uh, that's that's it. Mm-hmm. Teenager hit by car in downtown Billings. My God, again. Yep. What else? Uh, it's more bears, happened. dude. More bears? Yeah, they've... The, so, uh, what was it? It was, it was something in the gravelly. There's one in the gravelies that just keeps killing people. Yeah, it was people. two, right? Last time four. we recorded, and now it's four, <laughs> yeah. and somebody shot it. Still roaming around. And I have a friend, and I don't know where he was hunting, but I heard from his wife last Sunday that he was out Tuesday, the Tuesday before hunting, and he got charged by a bear, and he shot the shit out of the bear, and the bear ran off. Wow. Yeah, so... But see, this article says fourth mauling Ohio uh, bow hunter. Well, he was asking for it. He's from Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. It's got uh, a weird scent. Was it Ohio or Iowa? Because those are exactly the same place to me. <laughs> Pretty much. So I better double check. Why would you name him that? Ohio. <laughs> yeah, just He's join from him Ohio-a. up. Ohio. Even if they don't touch, just join him up. Do they touch? Just the tip. <laughs> So, so there's bears, um, the rim rocks keep falling apart. There's above. beets. There's beets, <laughs> bears, beets, and rim rocks. <laughs> yeah, the rim rocks crumbled. Another one fell off and went through a, a federal attorney, isn't he? Mercer, his house. I never got the name, but I I mean, there that was like the first 20 minutes of this most recent uh, city council meeting was talking about that. And yeah. Chris Kukulski, Kukuliski, saying, saying, don't go up there. Stop looking at it. Stop driving up. Yep. And they like checked, they were like, too many people are coming up. And one of the ch- cops checked some lady's ID and she lived right there and she was all pissed off about it. And like, <laughs> I would be too. So, <laughs> so yeah, a giant chunk of the rims fell off again and went through somebody's house, destroyed the house. He was a, a Hotshot attorney. Let's call him Hotshot Attorney Mercer. <laughs> Hotshot attorney. It's probably some kind of jag. Yeah, it's probably some jag. <laughs> um, plowed through his house. His neighbor had to come over and because it took out his deck out to the back and had to peel him out of a sliding glass door. So yeah, it was gnarly. Was hammered. The pictures look pretty rough, and apparently the pictures don't really do it justice either. Nice. Yeah, there's, there's giant boulders in the street and the public mm-hmm. right away. Yep. Um, and. People are probably asking themselves the question, why would you build your house underneath something that does that all the time? It's because it's Billings, and we can. <laughs> yeah, because we're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of want to go up there and see what kind of like fossil stuff is behind that rock. Yeah, that'd be rad, dude. I could care less give a shit about the house. I'm glad the guy's safe and, yeah, nobody and was doing hurt. fine, but I just want to go and look at the rocks. No harm, no foul, man. <laughs> I, it's really nice. A sadist that, in some way. It was no, like that doesn't make me a sadist. That just makes me curious. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was like at two a.m. I bet that was scary as fuck. I bet it was quite the noise. Yeah, have a fucking rock come into your house just right through the front door, dude. It came like it's like perfectly right at his house too. Yeah. Well, what has he done? And apparently, it like oh, I know what he did. He's against the NDO. That's probably no, or he's for it. Maybe he is Borg. Oh my god! And Picard's trying to take him out. Typical Picard. Anything happen in Laurel that you know of? Shit, I don't think so. Um, they have a movie theater where you can drink beer, though. Oh, that is pretty cool. 
Yeah. You can drink down at Art House, can't you? Yep. They have beer there, too. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And they briefly had it at the Babcock, and I think they're working on getting it back. Yeah. And honestly, there there isn't, you know, when I rarely go to a movie anyway, there's not an occasion where I don't take beer with me. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought this was fucking America. I know. I drink beer at the, the hell every movie theater. Why the beer at the movie theater? <laughs> Seems like the craziest, dumbest thing yeah. not to have there. Come on. It's a movie. Good God. What, are you going to watch this without I'm drinking a beer? Yeah, no shit. I am civilized. <laughs> uh, uh, Laurel Valentine. Valentine's still uh, Valentine. Uh, can you drink the water yet? I've just been seeing more water donated. Nope. Can't drink the water. Still drinking bottled water and... Um, Trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. Well, that's how it goes. Exciting. Uh, Anything happening in Knowlton? Um, I know we ordered a quarter of beef. Yeah, that's uh, exciting. Where are we getting that? The, um, there's some salsa going on tonight. Salsa? Yeah. I, dancing or making of? Well, making of, both. but sometimes it leads to the dancing, Ooh. too. It's pretty exciting. Oh my gosh. At the schoolhouse? I spoke with a, with a local resident of Knowlton earlier today. Um, about salsa recipes and so yeah it's going down chunky or you like no kind of macerated yeah like traditional Mexican roasted all in under the broiler and then uh, blender hot mild depends or? on your serranos uh, okay they uh, he, he he bought a bunch of serranos and a bunch of stinky tomatoes nice good fall stinky tomatoes mm, and uh Best kind. Roasted tomatoes, roasted serranos, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of onion, and a shitload of cer- uh, cilantro. Mm-hmm. A little salt. Blend it up. Sure. Nice and smooth. So damn good. Okay. So things are getting pretty hot and heavy. And, uh, and Knowlton, yeah. Knowlton. There's going to be some fiery poops tomorrow morning. Ooh. If everything, to your butts. If everything goes according to plan. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lockwood is... It's a place that's close to Montana. They call it a bedroom community. Yes, it is. People go there and poop into septic systems and then yeah. go, what the hell's going on? Why is all this poop bubbling up in my yard? They store their poop in their yard and then wonder how things go. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what else? That's regional. It sure is. We did have a, one comment from our good friend, uh, Rohan Thunderthumbs. Ooh. Uh, about the fact that we haven't been updating on AJ very much. Oh, yeah. We so, just want to assure all the listeners, first of all, that AJ is doing well. Yes. He's, he's out now. He got out finally. Mm-hmm. I, we can't say of what. It was a. Uh, well, he's, he said he was all right with it. He said um, he's, he's out of a, a turntable rehabilitation. Oh, man. Well, it was a tough three months. It's out in the air now. Um, but he said he's got some positive uh, attitude adjustments that they gave him. Yeah. Um, he's on the right medication, finally. That's right. Limiting uh, himself to seven inches only. That's true. <laughs> that's important. That's all he, that's all he can ask for. It just yeah. takes it mm-hmm. one record at a time. That's these exactly days. right. 100%. And we support you, buddy. We do. You're good. You're fine, buddy. We got you. You can call any time. Take it one day at a time, too. Don't Not just one record at a time, but one day at a time. That's right. And, that's right. Uh, when in doubt, always go with a seven inch. <laughs> Absolutely right. Um, Valuable advice. As always, we're at thefridaypacket.com. If you want to look up a meeting to go to and get on a board, 
or just go there and give public comment or just sit in and see how they, they do things. You don't necessarily have to be on the board. They're all public meetings. You can go there and sit and see if it's something you're into and give public comment if you want to. You can click on that link on the website at fridaypacket.com. Um, learn about Project Recode. You can look at pictures on the internet of, that we take occasionally. Yeah, that's they're, there's they're a link very there good. for that. Um, if you want to do... Go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and become a Robocop level member. I highly recommend it because um, the rewards are great for that kind of rewards are, are great. It's like a CVS card that they ask for, you know, your savey save fucky fucky card <laughs> that they ask for at, at CVS. It's kind of Ex- like that. Excellent Bill Burr reference. <laughs> I'm glad you brought one in today. That was good. I was worried we weren't going to bounce off of that particular you wall. Care, sweetheart, just lean on the fucking keyboard. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you can go there um, uh, for a dollar. Just kind of support the podcast. Be great, greatly appreciated. Um, and you'll feel the satisfaction of supporting something local and sustainable and uh, off the grid. I don't know. We really All elevate the, the discourse. High point and high notes. Absolutely right. <laughs> we bring a new level of thought and... Uh, uh, Anal- analysis analytics yes logistics those two all of the above <laughs> synergy local government we do this in a way that is it's never been done before we're like the lean six sigma of podcasts we absolutely we are bring everything to over like the manila folder of information that we bring to you on a weekly and possibly bi-weekly basis sometimes and you're <laughs> yeah, welcome from time to time but we can we can condense two weeks of public Politics, local politics, mm-hmm. just like milk. Yeah, just like into a like a little singularity, like mm-hmm. a neutron star of information Ooh. for your brain. Yep, you're gonna walk away from this thing knowing more than you ever dreamed. Exactly. It's like watch after watching the movie Arrival, you realize that time isn't linear; it's actually circular, and someone can see the future. There you, you go. Blow your mind. You're welcome. Spoiler alert. And what else? That's. Got it all. Send us a Gmail or yeah, gmail.com. Like yep. The Friday packet at gmail.com with your uh, questions, comments, concerns. Or go over to uh, the podcast or podcatcher app that you use or Google Play Store, iTunes, whatever. Give us a rating. That helps. In Let's some hear way. some reviews, guys. Yeah, why not? Tell us the One truth. One word, two word reviews. Yeah, that's fine. One star, nine stars. I don't know. Lots of words to choose. Why is from? it a star? I've always wondered mm. why it's the star. It's an interesting point. Uh, why isn't it just like thumbs up or thumbs down? Or a candle flame. Or a candle flame or like a happy face or a sad face. Six candles. Yeah. You think an emoji would be more of an accurate representation of satisfaction, but it's like no. the pain scale at a hospital. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. It's all subjective. Anyway, go to one of those and do whatever the fuck you want to do. And <laughs> say what you need to say or want to say. That's right. Or don't talk about anything in particular. Just... Go onto a random site and start commenting. And send us some of those weird rambling word salad emails, too. Sure. We'd love to hear them. We sure would. Um, yeah. Thanks again to uh, Rohan Thunderthumbs and uh, <laughs> Codename Pigtails and Tango Durango. <laughs> You're all a great help to the podcast, and we appreciate all that you do. Happy to have you with us.